Hello, I'm Father John Downey, and you've reached the Miracles Among Us podcast. Um, I'm an Orthodox priest, and I was raised Protestant, and I converted to the Orthodox faith. And in the particular Protestant sect that I was raised in, the Reformed Presbyterian Church, uh, which, you know, they did a lot of good things, but they also taught officially that there were no more miracles being done on the face of the earth. Now, fortunately, my parents didn't believe that, and a lot of the Reformed Presbyterians don't believe that, but that's the official teaching of that particular sect. And the idea behind this particular platform is for you, listeners, to have a place where you can tell your story about how God has affected your life in a miraculous way. Sometimes that might be a small uh, what other people would think, people who aren't faithful, would be a coincidence. Other times it's a dramatic, obviously uh, direct intervention by God himself in our lives. And this is a platform for us to, to proclaim the glory of God and to proclaim the reality of God. Because so many people in our day and age don't believe in God because they think God is an abstract idea or some God far away from us not a God that is personal, not a God that is active, not, that a, not a God that is right beside us. So this is a platform uh, primarily for Orthodox people, but for anyone, for Catholics or Protestants, or, for, or anyone who has had a miracle uh, in their life to contact me. Uh, you can contact me at miraclesamonguss at yahoo.com, and you can tell your story. everybody. Hello, uh, Father Dionysia. Um, today we have a very uh, special guest. I've known Father Dionysia for many years now. We haven't been in great, the greatest contact with each other, but that's just because of time and space, not because of any other issues. Um, and uh, Father Dionysia told me a very amazing thing that uh, he was a witness to and participated in uh, many years ago when I met him. And so we asked him to uh, tell us this story, this true miracle that he saw in his life. And um, he was willing. And we have some technical difficulties as as is par for the course. But uh, here he is to tell us a little bit about his story. He knows English very pretty well, but he would rather speak in Romanian. And I'll do my best to try to translate for everybody. So, Father Dionysia, until us, James Buspanakum, probably. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Mă bucur că Părintele John, cu care suntem într-o legătură bună, duhovnicește mai ales, pentru că distanța ne desparte destul de mult, dar pe care l-am cunoscut și ne-am cunoscut cu mulți ani în urmă, 
și care am povestit câteva, câte ceva din viața mea, mai ales câteva lucruri in, foarte importante, cum am ajuns eu să devin preot și uh, ce minuni sau ce fapte minunate am uh, întâlnit în viața mea. Ok. Uh, so, uh, Father Dionisie says that, um, I'll just translate in the first person because it's easier for, the, for me to say it like that. So, he says, uh, hello, everybody. G- good evening to everybody out there who's listening in uh, in America. Um, he said that uh, we uh, we met a long time ago, and he told us some uh, stories that were very important for him in his in his life and uh, how he became a priest. And we've had a good spiritual connection, even though time and space have uh, separated us for a while. I, I I missed a little bit of that, so I will ask. To, I'll try to interrupt a little bit quicker so I can remember more. And let me just get you know just a second, Father. I'm going to get a pen and paper because that helps me a little bit when I'm when I'm translating. So if I can, I can make a note here and there, which uh, okay, okay, no, okay, okay, bune, 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 my some my spoonets. Am, sunt din Sibiu, te rog, am 60 de ani și acum 30 de ani am primit taina preoției. Ok, so, yeah, so father, uh, father is 60 years old, uh, he, he became a, a priest 30 years ago and he lives in Sibiu, which uh, is one of the major cities, he's from Sibiu, which is one of the major cities of, uh, of Romania. Am, am urmat cursurile facultății de teologie la insistențele părintelui Arsenie Boca, despre care poate ați auzit în mulți dintre dumneavoastră. În România este stopotit un mare sfânt și la mormântul căreia se fac multe minuni și este un mare pelerinaj. So he, he went to the theological faculty uh, with the help of Father Arsenie Boca and maybe uh, many of you know Uh, and I heard about Father Asinia Boca, who is a, who for Romania is considered to be a, a saint. He hasn't been officially canonized. I'm interjecting there, but he's recognized as a, a very holy man. And they make and many many people make uh, pilgrimages to his his uh, to his grave. Yeah. So he was so Father again to recap. Father Dionisio was helped to go to theological faculty by uh, by uh, Father Asinia Boca. Da, astfel că în anul 1990, fiind în student la teologie, în vacanța de vară, chiar în luna august, și mâine, chiar mâine, o să se împlinească 33 de ani de când am fost martor la această minune, o minune foarte, foarte mare pe care am să vă povestesc în legătură cu părintele Arsenie Boca și cu o persoană care era paralizată, avea scleroză în plăci de 17 ani. So, chiar mâine? Se împlinește minunea? Mâine, mâine. So, father said that back in 1990, this about 30 years ago, almost to the day, so tomorrow, is going so today is the is august um the second so tomorrow on august the third which might be when we release the podcast you might be listening the very day three years ago to this day uh was the the miracle a great miracle that the father um witnessed and it was about a person who was uh paralyzed uh for 17 years she was she was she was paralyzed for 17 years yeah. 
În vacanța de vară, episcopul Serafim, care este acum mitropolit în Germania, pentru românii din Germania, ortodoxi din Germania, m-a trimis în vacanță să stau două săptămâni la mănăstirea Sâmbăta de Sus, care a fost mănăstirea refăcută de părintele Arsenie Boca și cu gândul acesta de a avea experiență și în mănăstire, în vacanță, pentru că aveam gânduri de călugărie încă din facultate. So, uh, in this year, 1990, in uh, the summer, Bishop Serafim of Germania, who, who's now the, the bishop of Romanian bishop in uh, Germany, uh, kind of sent Father Dinisi, or asked him to go to the monastery Simbata de Sus, which, which if you translate it, it's an area, and it's a monastery, but it means uh, Upper Saturday, right? That's what it names, means literally, Simbata de Sus. Because this was a monastery that Father Sinaboka um, really renewed and, and rebuilt, and um, Metropolitan Seraphim uh, sent him there, sent Father Dionysia there, because he had kind of thought about uh, monasticism in the theological faculty, and um, he wanted him to have that experience, and I wanted to have him to meet, uh, you know, Father, well, to be in, in a spiritual environment. Yeah. Această fată, care era bolnavă de 17 ani, imobilizată într-un cărucior cu rotile, avea duhovnic la Mănăstirea Sâmbăta pe Părintele Tofin Părăian, cel bol. Și atunci eu am rugat-o, dacă vrea, să vină să stea și acolo la Mănăstire, pentru că dacă sunt eu acolo, o voi ajuta să o duc cu căruciorul la slujbe. So, um... And kind of a backdrop, I'm just going to fill you in too. Father, Father, let's see on Father Pente Asenia Boca Amorit Pente. So, Father Asenia Boca had died, had died in no, November uh, 1989. So, he'd been dead for. Poftim? 28th. On the 28th of November, he died. Uh, 1989. So he'd been dead. He had been, you know, not dead. He had fallen asleep in the Lord because the saints are are living. Uh, but he fell asleep in the Lord a year ahead of time. And um, there was a uh, this girl who was paralyzed, and she was in a wheelchair. And she used to confess to another great spiritual father of uh, Romania, Father Teofil Puriano, who was who was blind, and he had, he was a very holy man, a very renowned uh, spiritual guide, and. Um, Father Dionysia told this girl that he would pick her up and take her to the uh, to the monastery and help her to get around while she was there so that she could confess to Father Teofil Oriano. Deci am ajuns împreună acolo și în data de 3 august 1990, dimineața, am dus-o, era într-o vine dimineața, am dus-o la biserică să se spovedească, s-a și împărtășit, după slujbă a avut loc și taina Sfântului Maspru și am hotărât ca împreună să o duc, să o duc pe o distanță de vreo 2 km cu căruciorul pe un drum din pădure la un izvor pe care Părintele Arsenie Boca l-a găsit și l-a amenajat cu apă potabilă. Un izvor foarte căutat și foarte, cu apă foarte bună. 
Și se spunea pe vreme deja 90, spunea că așa i-a rămas numele izvorul părintelui Arsenie, pentru că el l-a îngrijit. Ok, so, um, so on that, it was a Friday, and in, in, the, in the morning, they, um, they woke up, they went to, they went to uh, the, the, the Divine Liturgy, uh, I'm sorry, she confessed, she went to the Divine, uh, they went to the Divine Liturgy, she took Holy Communion, and then uh, they went to the, the service of the Holy Unction, which is the healing service, and then they decided to go, to, uh, to go about two kilometers through the woods, to a spring um, that was that Father Arsenio Boca had had found. He had discovered the spring and he had arranged it, and and so for that reason it was kind of named Father Arsenio Boca's spring, and uh, it was very sought after because it was it was very good uh, drinking water and it had Father Arsenio Boca's blessing so to speak. So it was a very popular uh, with the faithful people at the time, and it was called Father Arsenio Boca's spring. And it, and you know just to, to remind everybody who, who isn't Romanian. Romania isn't, um, let's say, user-friendly. In, in other words, two kilometers to the woods is two kilometers to the woods. It's not a paved sidewalk. So I mean, this is not this is not an easy, easy journey for Father Dionysia and for the for the young lady. Okay. Așa. La momentul cu jumătate de oră înainte de momentul în stabilit pentru a merge la izvor. S-a întunecat cerul, era negru, niște nori negri de ploaie și fata respectivă a spus, zice, uite că vine ploaia să nu mai mergem. Și atunci eu am spus cu hotărâri, zice, dacă am hotărât să mergem, mergem. Părintele Arsenie va împrăștea nori. Și atunci am pornit la drum, cu toate că pe drum s-au mai vis și alte ispite care căutau să ne, să ne oprească din drum, să nu mergem până acolo, dar le-am ocolit, le-am depășit și am ajuns la, la izvor. So about one half hour before they were going to, um, before they had established to leave, big black clouds came over the sky, and um, it looked like it was going to rain. And uh, the 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 young lady was like, "No, you know, we shouldn't go. I don't want to get caught in the rain." And and Father Dionysius said, "No, you know, Father, let's go because we decided to go to go. Let's go." And uh, Father Sinibocca, he'll he'll cast aside the clouds he'll split the clouds and then we'll and we'll make and we'll get there we'll make it and um so they they departed and they had other uh little trials here and there this temptations as they say ispite and uh but they were able to manage to get past them and then they were they were getting closer and closer to the um to the isvor so they had they had gotten close to this to the spring A fost un drum destul de greu, pentru că de multe ori trebuia să ridic căruciorul doar pe roțile din spate. Era pietriș pe drum, în alte locuri, fiind o pantă, a trebuit să trag căruciorul după mine, până când am ajuns în apropierea a izvorului, cam la 20 de metri, unde nu se mai putea merge nici cu căruciorul. Și atunci am luat-o în spate și am dus-o până la izvor, preț de 20 de metri. Și la, când am ajuns la izvor, acolo erau amenajate niște băncuțe pe care le-am așezat, am respirat, am făcut câteva rugăciuni și după aceea ne-am spălat cu un pic de apă de acolo, de la izvor. Mm-hmm. So, again, the, the, this two kilometer trek was not very easy. Uh, sometimes Father Dionysia w- would have to uh, lift up the 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 whole wheelchair to get over some rocks and, and things like this, uh, or to to tilt it one way or the other, and then 
once he got about 20 um and there was also one real steep hill that he had to push uh the, the young lady up and then when he got to about 20 meters from the spring there's there's no path whatsoever so father Dionisi had to pick up this girl and carry her on his back to to the spring uh to the spring where the that where Father Arsini Boca had arranged a couple of uh, benches and things like that where people could sit. So he, he carried her there. He sat her down on the benches, and they and they uh, washed a little bit with the water that was at the uh, at the, at the fountain. By the way, it didn't it didn't rain? At least not yet. It didn't rain, uh, and they washed up a little not bit. Not Ah, so so when they started on the journey the 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 clouds scattered and, and it didn't rain just as soon as they started on the journey the clouds departed okay but foarte înaltă, o statură, ca, uh, statura unui bărbat foarte voinic, care era chipul unei, unei femei. Mm-hmm. Și a venit acolo, ne-a salutat, a luat un pic de apă și când a dat să plece, uh, s-a întors și m-a întrebat pe mine dacă vreau, vreau un măr. Și eu am spus, da, sigur că da vreau. Și atunci mi-a dat două mere, unul pentru mine și unul pentru ea. Mm-hmm. So while they were uh, while they're sitting on on the the pews there the the pews excuse me on the on the benches um, along comes an old lady, but the old lady was very very tall like it's like tall as a tall man and she was and she was also very you know like uh, stout like um, built like like a man you know. Uh, so it was a little bit unusual, and um, but you know they, she said hi. They they said hi back, and she went and she took some uh, water from the uh, izvor, and um, they greeted each other. And when she was about to leave, uh, she turned and she asked them uh, if they would if they would like some apples. So and the and Father Dionysus said yes, uh, sure, why not? And so she uh, gave uh, Father Dionysus an apple. And father and the, the young lady an apple. She gave both of them an apple and then one on her way. După ce a plecat, eu i-am spus acelei, i-am spus fetei, zic, mă, în viața mea n-am văzut o femeie cu așa număr mare la pantof, în jur de 47 la pantof. Zic, tu ai văzut ce pantof mare avea femeia respectivă? Și ea mi-a răspuns, zice, nu am văzut, pentru că nu puteam la ochii din ochii ei pentru că avea niște ochi așa albaștri care simțeam că intră prin mine. Privirea ei intra în mine. Uh-huh. So, a- after the old lady left, uh, Father Denise said, you know, I've, I've never seen uh, a woman with such uh, large feet. So it was the number Patushapte in the European, uh, I'm sorry, number 47 in the European system. I'm not sure how that would turn out in the American system, probably like size 14 or something like that, size 13. Uh, just really, really big feet. And when Father, and also, you know, with such broad shoulders, and um, uh, while he was saying that, the the young girl said, "I I don't know, Father, because I couldn't take my eyes off of her eyes, because her eyes were really, really deep blue, and they seemed like they were penetrating me and going right to my soul. So I didn't even look at her." 
În momentul acela i-am spus fetei, Maria o chema, Maria, eu cred că a fost părintele Arsenie. Bătrâna aceasta, eu cred că a fost părintele Arsenie. Și ea a spus, și eu cred tot așa. Și atunci m-am dus repede să o caut. N-am mai găsit pe nimeni. Preț de cât, de cât a durat toată discuția asta, 5 minute, 2 minute, n-am mai văzut pe nimeni, n-am mai găsit pe nimeni. Și m-am întors înapoi convins că a fost uh, părintele Arsenie. Și am mai stat un pic de povește acolo până când au apărut niște alți oameni care au venit la izvor. So, um, what happened was, she, uh, Father Denise looked at the Maria, Maria was the name of the girl, and uh, and he said, you know, I think that was Father Arsenia Boca. And uh, she said, you know what, I, I think so too. And so, you know, they don't, they've just been talking just for a little bit about, you know, the eyes and the shoes and this and that. So just like, you know, three, four minutes. And after after he said that he thought it was Arsenia Boca, and she agreed, Father Dionisio went to look for this old lady, and uh, he looked everywhere for her, and she was not to be found. She she had just disappeared. He could he didn't see her on the trail or anything. She had just she had just vanished. So he came back, and then um, after you know in a minute or two, uh, more people came, more pilgrims came to the to the izvor. They came to the uh, to the fountain, and and they wandered in, but he didn't find her any this old lady anywhere. Mm-hmm. Atunci uh, i-am spus, haide să plecăm, că dacă au venit oamenii ăștia la de la gălăgeze, haide să plecăm, hai să te iau în spate, să te duc înapoi la cărucior. Căruciorul lăsasem acolo 20 de metri distanță de izvor. Și ea a spus, zice, uh, a spus, zice, uh, hai că mi rușine să mă iei în spate, o să mă țin de tine și o să merg cât pot. Eu știam că ea putea să meargă cam 10-15, 5-10 metri și după aceea îi, se întor- îi, se, îi slăbea puterea și se întorceau picioarele, mâinile, așa cum se întâmplă de obicei, știi? Mm-hmm. Și atunci am zis, bine, uite, ține-te de mine și mergem pe potecă până la cărucior. Ok, so, um, so these people came and they're making noise in, and doing their own thing. So um, Father Denise said, it's, you know, let's, let's go, let's go back. And uh, he said, come on and I'll, I'll put you on my back and, I'll, and I can carry you because that's how he carried her on, on his back. And she said, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm ashamed for you to have to carry me like that. So let me let me just hold on to you and I'll walk. Now, she had been able to take a few steps. She was able to walk like, you know, uh, five or 10 meters by herself uh, sometimes, but she wasn't able to walk very far. So she said, okay, just I'll, I'll just hold on to you and I'll follow you on the on the footpath until I get to the wheelchair. Așa a, mers, așa a mers, ținându-te de, de brațul meu, 20 de metri până la cărucior și când a ajuns la cărucior, am spus, nu, hai pune de acum cărucior să, te, să, să ne întoarcem la mănăstire. Mm-hmm. Și ea atunci a zis, zice, am văzut că ți-a fost destul de greu să urci panta și hai că cobor până la, până la drum, că simt, simt că pot să fac lucrul ăsta. Și am zis atunci, bine, dar niciodată n-am realizat nici o secundă că s-a întâmplat o minune. Și am și, că de fapt merseze mai mult decât era normal să meargă. Atunci am spus, zice, bine, haide, până la drumul principal, panta asta coboară tu. Și a coborât panta aceea până la drumul principal. So, so that's what they did. She, and she held on to him a little bit on his, on his arm. And they walked to, you know, little by little, they walked the full 20 meters all the way to the wheelchair. And um, 
when they got to the wheelchair, you know, Father Denise said, okay, now we're at the wheelchair. You can sit now and I'll take you the rest of the way. And uh, she said, you know what, though? I know it was really hard for you on that slant at the big on the big uh, hill and in the incline. So you know what? Maybe I feel like I can go a little bit further. Why don't we? Why don't I just try to try to go a little bit further? And uh, uh, all this happened very naturally. And you know, Father said that he didn't realize he didn't realize such a big miracle had happened, even though she'd already walked to the wheelchair. She'd already walked way farther than she would ever be able to before. But now she's gonna. Then they won instead of in the wheelchair. They both walked all the way to the to the uh, to the main road, which was cut cut the departed up on la drumo principal per intai. Pero And it was a No, yeah, it was a big slope. It was it was only ten meters, but it was a big it was a big uh, incline. So it was a very hard ten meters, which for her to get to. And so they walked up to the to the main road, and she walked all the way from the Izvor. Uh, for you know, 30, 30 meters or whatever, up to the main road. Mm-hmm. And so the um once they got to the, the main road, Father Dionysia said, Well, you know, why don't you why don't you sit down now? Because I can I can push you in the I can push you in the wheelchair, it's easy enough. And she, but she said, you know what? I, I feel like there's I've got some strength in my legs, you know. I, I feel like I, I think I you know, I think I feel like I can make it back to the monastery. And the Father Denise said, well, you know, if you feel like you can walk to the, if you can go to the monastery, well, we'll go ahead. And she said, you know, because this was her whole thing was, she felt like she didn't want to be a burden to anybody. So she, she said, yeah, well, maybe I can get to the, to the, I can walk to the monastery and at least no one will have to carry me around and have to be, I'll have to be a burden on somebody. And, and, uh, and, and, So, um, so, so they decided to go to the monastery and they're walking and they're talking and, you know, talking, discussing this and that and the other thing. And neither Father Denisia or Mary or Maria really understood, uh, what was happening? They didn't realize that it was such. Uh, there was a big miracle. They didn't. They, it, it didn't. They didn't. It didn't click. Right. It was unknown to them. And so they they did this two meter, this two kilometer walk all the way back to the monastery. And when they got to the gate of the monastery, there was an older lady there who had known Maria for quite some time and knew that she was crippled. So when she, when this older lady saw her, you know, she made the sign of the cross and like was shocked. And she said, "Maria, there's a miracle. You're walking. You're walking." And only after that. Did did uh, Father Denisia and Maria realize that a big, a, a, a miracle had happened to them 
at the at the fountain at, at the spring. A doua, a doua zi era sâmbătă și nemai mergând de atâta timp și mergând fără, să, fără să-și dea seama că obosește, a doua zi sâmbătă dimineața a trebuit să meargă tot cu căruciorul pentru că făcuse febră musculară și nu mai țineau picioarele. Uh-huh. Dar sâmbătă aceea, după amiaza, a plecat acasă la Sibiu și duminică s-a dus la biserică. Pe Duminică s-a dus la biserică pe picioarele ei și când a intrat în biserică pe picioarele ei, toată biserica s-a, s-a oprit, s-a oprit slujba. Preotul lacrimii a ieșit din altar și a îmbrătișat-o. Deja se auzise că a mers, că părintele sunase de acolo, uite, s-a întâmplat o minune aici. Și o așteptau și când a intrat în biserică, cum am spus, părintele Dumnezeu se vieste, părintele care era paroc acolo, Uh, au prins slujba, s-a dus, a îmbrătișat o toată lumea plângea tata mi-a spus tăticul că era de față în biserică că eu am rămas în continuare la mănăstire Ei, și iată acum mâine se împlinesc 33 de ani de când fata asta merge pe picioarele ei Excellent. și după aceea da, da, o, să, o să continui după aceea cu scopul minunii, că orice minune are un scop da, 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 da. ok, so um... So the next day, it was Saturday, and in the morning she had to walk. She had to go in the wheelchair because she had not. She hadn't walked for so many years that that huge that long journey, the two kilometer journey, and the whole day Friday was uh, she was sore. She had she was very sore in her legs. But the, the day after Saturday was Sunday, and she went to her church on her own two feet, and um, she had informed or she either either called the priest there, her local priest. Uh, so Father Dionysia had stayed at the monastery, and she went back to her home, and she had informed the local priest where he found out that she, this miracle had taken place. And so when she walked into the church on her own two feet, everything stopped. You know, people were crying. The priest came, stopped the liturgy for a minute. He came out and gave her a, gave her a big hug. People were hugging her. Uh, everybody was happy. The priest was weep, was crying, uh, and it was a big, a big event in the um, um in the town and in, in in the parish and in, in the life of everyone there because they all knew her and um uh and you know so today is the second of august and tomorrow it'll be 30 days to the day when that uh miracle happened așa yeah. cum știm cu toții minunea ține de puterea lui Dumnezeu și de credința omului de asta Hristos se întreba pe oameni crezi tu că poți să faci lucrul acesta și întotdeauna Dumnezeu când face o minune o face cu un scop. Adică fie să învățăm noi niște lecții pe care trebuie să le învățăm în viață, fie are ceva de lucru în continuare cu noi în lumea aceasta. Așa și fata aceasta, după ce s-a vindecat, a stat aproape 25 de ani, a stat la o mănăstire nou înființată de ucenicul părintelui Arsenie Boca, preasințitul Daniel. Okay. Nu, nu patriarchul, yeah. simțitul Daniel de Vârșeț era atunci și avea un schit în munții retezat. Și a stat acolo și a îngrijit de schitul acela 25 de ani. So, um, and, I, and I forgot that tack this on to the last little uh, part that Father Dionysus said, and so he, he repeated, and that's that um, every miracle has a purpose. And so, um, you know, God, either he has a, 
a little bit of work to do with us or we need a lesson. Uh, so but every every miracle has a, a has a reason for it happening. And this this uh, young lady after after this miracle ended up living for 25 years in a newly founded uh, monastery by the, and the monastery was founded by Presidencito Daniel, not the patriarch, but another another uh, bishop um, at way up in the in the mountains at the one. Well, I don't know about the mountains, but in the wilderness at the Retizat. Yeah, and I forgot to mention a crucial part. And this, and this uh, Bishop Daniel was uh, one, of, one of Father Arsenio Boca's um, spiritual sons. So it was a very close connection between him and uh, Father Arsenio Boca. Yeah. Uh. Asta a fost minunea cea mai mare care am trăit-o în viață, să zicem, vis-a-vis de Părintele Arsenie Boca și de... Bine, au mai fost și alte minuni, dar asta a fost cea mai mare. Și dacă mai este timp sau așa, aș mai povesti o minune pe care am trăit-o de când sunt aici la mănăstire, împreună cu maicile, într-o noapte când ne întorceam de la Alba Iulia. Și de ce, spun, de ce aș vrea să povestesc minunea aceasta? Pentru că poate mulți dintre cei care ascultă au simțit la un moment dat că nu ei conduc mașina. Mm-hmm. Ok. So, um, that was, uh, Father says that that was the, the, the biggest or the, the most astounding miracle that he, he uh, lived with, uh, that he has seen with Father Sinibocca in his life. Um, And we do have time, and so he said, mentioned if we have time, he does have a couple other ones, but he'd like to tell us another miracle that happened with him and his uh, nuns. So Father Dionisi is a, is a priest monk, and he uh, he's um, uh, at a monastery, and there's a, he's a spiritual father of uh, nuns in a, in a small community in Alba Iulia. Uh, um, I shouldn't really even say small because it's relatively good size for, for an American monastic community. It's very well-sized. Um, So he wants to tell us a story about what happened to him when he was coming back with his, with the nuns from Alba Iulia. Um, the, he lives in, in a small town called Albac, and the nearby larger town is Alba Iulia. And they were coming back, and he wanted to tell us the story because you know maybe a lot of us have had the moment have a, have had a feeling, or sometimes we've had a moment where we feel like we're not driving. When we're driving the car, it feels like we're not we're not driving the car. Someone else is driving the car for us. Da, da, părinte, puteți să spuneți. Ne bucurăm. Da. Era cam la ora 11 și jumătate noaptea și ne întorceam de la Alba Iulia. Eu împreună cu Maica Stareță și cu încă două surori. Hmm? Drumul de la Alba Iulia până la Alba are foarte multe serpentine. Și de aceea trebuie să mergi destul de încet, mai ales dacă este și noapte. Și maicile tot timpul spuneau, după ce am ieșit din Alba Iulia, de ce merge așa tare, de ce merge așa tare. Și eu mă uitam la bord, la kilometraj, și nu aveam numai 50-60 de ori. După, dar nu tare, e 60 de ori, îți stăpânesc mașina. Eu mi-am dat seama că, la un moment dat deja mi-am dat seama că parcă altcineva conduce, deși la bord se vedea viteza care se vedea așa, deci, dar n-am vrut să le speriu pe ele, știi? Dar în mine simțeam că nu mai duc eu mașina. Eu doar țineam de volaj, de pedale, dar nu, nu mai controla, nu mai puteam controla. 
Și de asta și el era un pic speriat. Dar eu nu le-am spus nimic, nu mă duc pentru trecut evenimentul și o să spun ce eveniment. So it was 11.30 at night and um, they were going home. Uh, Father, Father Denise was driving. And he was with the mother, the mother abbess, or we say Staretsa, and two sisters, two nuns from the monastery. And the road from Alba Iulia back to Albach is is there's a lot of serpentine curves. It's, it's pretty curvy, and and you have to go kind of slow. You can't go real fast on those serpentine uh, curves. And the sisters were kind of they were saying, "Father, father, where are you going so fast?" And uh, he was only really going, you know, 50 or 60 miles and uh, not miles an hour, uh, kilometers an hour, right? And but the reason they they, they felt like he was going fast and that was because they noticed something was a little bit unusual, and that was that father uh, he was he was holding the steering wheel and he was doing the pedals. In, in Romania, there's a lot of most cars still have clutches, so he was working the pedals and, and, the, and the steering wheel, but he didn't really feel like. He was the one doing it. It felt like someone else was in control of the vehicle. He felt like he wasn't even controlling the vehicle. Someone else was controlling the vehicle. So this, so and the nuns kind of, kind of noticed this. In momentul în care deja și ele au realizat că ceva se întâmplă, le-am spus, zic, maestru, trebuie să trebuie să ne rugăm, că eu simt că nu mai duc eu mașina asta și să nu pățim ceva. Dar rugați-vă. Și atunci am început tot să ne rugăm, să spunem, Doamne, te ristate pe domnilești. Că se poate fi, poate fi lucrul acesta, de ce spun? Pentru că poate să fie și o ispită de la vrăjmașul diavol care să-ți apese de multe opetare. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when the nuns kind of realized something was happening with the car, uh, Father Dionisa said, yeah, you know, yes, I, I have to tell you, I'm not, I'm not really driving this car, something else is, and we need to pray. And, and the reason they needed to pray is because, you know, there can be... Um, There are real miracles, but there's also temptations from the evil one. So the devil can get in, in, involved in these kinds of things too. So he said, we, we need to pray, to, you know, because we don't want to be tempted by, have to be a temptation from the devil. La un moment dat am ajuns, făcând o curbă, am ajuns pe o porțiune de drum drept și am văzut în lumina farurilor o umbră care se prăbușea pe marginea drumului. Și atunci am oprit mașina. M-am dat jos cu maicile și m-am dus să vedem, mă, ceva au căzut aici, era o prăpastie pe marginea drumului și era un parapet. Și am zis, hai să mergem să vedem ce sunt, ce, ceva au căzut acolo pe marginea aia. Mm-hmm. Am oprit mașina cu farurile îndreptate acolo și ne-am dus să vedem. Și era un om piat care era paznicul de la, se făceau niște lucrări la drum și era o paracă unde stătea. Și era paznicul acela care s-a pus pe un parapet de la drum să te odihnească și a căzut exact în momentul în care am bătut noi cu farurile spre el. În momentul acela a căzut și a rămas agățat cu parte cu genunchii a, a, și a târna în jos, așa, știi? Dar se mai ținea numai de la genunchi în, în jos, așa, știi? Da. Și atunci le-am dus repede cum aici și l-a ridicat. Uh, ce înseamnă parapet? Iarăși, printre ce înseamnă parapet? So they uh, they were driving and, and driving, and at, at one point they they went through a big curve, and after this big curve there was a straightaway, and uh, right as soon as they went around the curve and the high and the beams the you know the headlights from the car fell on the straightaway, 
there was a uh, there a big shadow came down the hill and fell onto the road uh, and um, uh, they didn't at first they didn't know what it was but it, what it, but so they were able to stop the car and they went up to this this what what came down on the road and what happened was it was a, a, a man and there was a, a guard um, who had who had drunk too much. And he had fallen down. He had fallen down the hill and fallen right onto the guardrail. And his and his legs were still like caught on the guardrail uh, at the knee. And um, it happened like right when they got there. Right when they when they turned the corner, the guy fell, and the guy was caught on the guardrail. And they got out of the car and they went over to him to see how he was. Am zis dacă poate să meargă pe picioarele lui și l-am dus la baraca unde trebuia să ajungă, nu era mult, era 5 metri până la baraca respectivă, 6 metri. L-am dus acolo și după aceea mașina mergea normal. Când în tot drumul după aceea până la, la albar, am realizat că de fapt, într-adevăr, cred că îngerul lui păzitor sau îngerul meu păzitor a vorbit cu ugerul păzitor, eram singura mașină care a mai trecut pe drum. Eu de la Alba Iulia ating preț de 100 de, hai să zicem, 80 de mile, n-am mai văzut nicio mașină n-am întâlnit, nici care să vină, nici care să meargă încolo. Și probabil că omul, dacă nu ajungeam, murea, cădea jos în prăpate și murea. Dar așa uite că îngerul păzitor lucrează cumva așa și conduce mașina ca să poată să salveze viața unui, unui om. Mm-hmm. And so um, they went over and they, and they they lifted him up. They got him up, and they took him back to the barracks that he was uh, he was supposed to be at, which weren't real far away. Uh, I think Aziz changed all that geometry, no? Come. Da, da, da. So the the barracks. Yeah. So they went. Yeah. So there was a little shelter where the guard was supposed to be, and it was only like five or six meters away from the from the road. Um, and they got him up there, and they set him up, and everything was okay. But the idea is that uh, that whole road, which is about eighty miles from uh, uh, from Alba Yulia to Albac, they didn't see a single car. They didn't see one one other car going either way. So if this man had been left there by himself, he could have died. He could have it could have been the end for him. But uh, and then after that moment, there was no problem with the car. So the car went, you know, and Father Dominici was in complete control of the car. So the he figures that either Father either his guardian angel or the man who's fall who fell's guardian angel or the guardian angels talked with each other or something, and they were able to help the car get to where it was supposed to be in order to help this man. Who had, who had fallen down on the road. Otherwise, it might have been the end, the end of his life. So that was uh, uh, another uh, miracle that uh, Father Dionysia lived uh, rel- relatively recently. A fost mai recent minunea aceasta, părinte? Sau? A fost când s-a întâmplat chestia aceasta? Păi, aceasta s-a întâmplat în urmă cu vreo 15 ani. So it's about 15 about 15 years ago. Extraordinary. Minunile, Dumnezeu le dă ca să ne întărim credința. Nu neapărat ca să, știu eu, 
În orice caz, minunea îl, tărește, îl întărește pe, pe om în credință, dar, cum am zis, nu trebuie să căutăm sau să așteptăm o minune în viața noastră ca să devenim mai credincioși. În măsura în care ai credință, în măsura aceea se întâmplă și minuni. Yeah. Dacă crezi, se va întâmpla minunea. Dacă aștepți să faci o minune ca să crezi, atunci asta ar putea să nu crezi. Right. So, uh, so Father is kind of explaining, which I haven't done yet, which is, is very important. He's explaining a little bit miracles. He says, uh, you know, each one of us probably has a, an experience uh, like that, where we see God is in control or God is powerful, and that we 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 experience something like what happened with uh, with the man falling down the hill and the car being driven by God or or by an angel. And um, uh, but the the miracles. Uh, they do happen for us to, to they do happen and they do happen for us to increase our faith uh, and they really only happen uh, to, if we have faith but they're not something to be looked for or uh, sought for we shouldn't we shouldn't as orthodox people uh, search for miracles because it, we, we we can't wait for a miracle to believe in God it's not that's not the scope of our faith and it's not the uh, certainly not the most important part of our faith is trying to you know, identify miracles or to, to we certainly shouldn't look um, um, for miracles in our own life or to make God do miracles. Yeah. Da. Okay. Mulțumesc. Eu vă mulțumesc, părinte. Mă, mă, știi, nu știam că este chiar mâine să pui mine uh, da. aniversarea a minune. Este incredibil. Da. Da. Da, da, dar acum numai când am început să povestesc, când am întâlnit prima oară acum la telefon, mi-am dat seama, stai mă, că azi în 2 și mâine în 3 august. O să și sun să, să, să o felicit, să-i spun, la mulți ani, cum așa. Da, da, da. da. Acum are 70 și 7 de ani. Oh! Aproape 77 de ani are femeia respectivă. Și tot mai că acolo este. Ea, ea, de fapt așa, da. De fapt, nu, 67 de ani. Pentru că avea 20 de ani când s-a îmbolnăvit, așa a stat 17 ani în cărucior, la 37, și acum are 70, așa. O împlinit 70 de ani. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 33 și cu 37, 60-70 de ani, așa. Cam, am primit niște fotografii, am cerut la cineva ca mai povestit minunea aceasta, este pusă pe internet, dar în limba română, și cineva m-a întrebat, zice, dar cum este doamna respectivă? Cum arată? Și atunci am cerut să-mi trimit o fotografie și fotografiată stând în picioare acolo la schitul la unde o slujit ea mai multe ani. Acum s-o retras, fiind la 70 de ani, n-am mai putut să mai stea singur acolo. Era un schit cam singuratic, așa, nu prea mergeau oameni, dar a fost de folos cât a fost de folos. Acum e altcineva mai tânăr. Yeah, so we were talking a little bit, and uh, so when we when we planned this uh, little event, we didn't I, we had no idea that neither Father Denisi or me that it was so close to the anniversary of the miracle. So we we're talking about how that's kind of interesting, and um, so the the lady now is sixty uh, seven years old, uh, so she's almost seventy years old. She stayed there at the skeet for a long time, uh, but but the skeet was very it was very uh, let's say ascetic an ascetical skeet. So after she got a little bit older, she had to, she had to withdraw to a more uh, a, a monastery that was a little bit more accessible and, and uh, uh, not quite as ascetic and difficult. And uh, the, and the, and um, 
he, this miracle. I read the I read the miracle first in a book, and then I talked to Father Dionysi about it because we were going we went to the monastery not to, not because of the miracle, but to to try to do other things. And we met Father Dionysi, and uh, I you know put two and two together, or some of the nuns told me. And um, but anyways, so the 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 miracle is also so the it's in a book, but the book is not in English. Sorry about that. And it's also on the internet, um, also just in, in Romanian, um, well, with some well, pictures. But the Father says maybe I could translate it, and it's a good idea. I should translate it. I should translate the book and the and the miracle, and it's uh it's on the internet. And um, he said it's very useful. It's a very useful miracle, and it is. And uh, the um, so the if you can find it, maybe I'll try to get a link somehow uh, because there's a, some pictures of this lady uh, who's still alive, and she's still you know on her feet. So it's a, it's an amazing and, and true to life story and encouraging for all of us. All right, thank you very very much, Father Denisia. So Father Denise was just saying that uh, at the end we, we said some pleasantries. And then he also, um, it's all in Romanian, but you can, if you put it in YouTube, Dionysia Ignat from, excuse me, from Albach. And I'm, uh, he's got videos there and conferences up on YouTube, and I will try to uh, go through some of them and maybe, with the help of the Lord, if I ever have uh, a little bit extra time, to translate some of them uh, for 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 the faithful because it would be it would be good. He's a very good uh, priest. So learning how to translate free time is still a little bit of an ongoing process for me. So I wanted to clarify uh, two aspects of the inter- interview with Father Dionysia that are important. Uh, each one of those aspects has to do with the, the two separate miracles that he spoke about. So the first one is that the woman who was healed, who had been paralyzed for 17 years, she had multiple sclerosis. And um, not only was she healed and was able to walk, but she was healed of the multiple sclerosis, which which has no, there is no medical uh, treatment for that. There's, it's theoretically impossible to recover from that. So she was healed from the multiple sclerosis uh, when she was healed at the fountain of Father Arsenipoca. And the um, the second miracle, uh, I made a, a bigger uh, error, let's say, because uh, you heard me talking about the guardrail. I, I didn't understand the word for guardrail in Romanian, and I focused on that. And so I missed... Uh, Translating, I understood it. To, I understood it, but I, it didn't come out in English. I, I didn't. I wasn't able to get it out in English. So when the man fell onto the road, he fell to the point where he his legs were hooked over the guardrail, and his body was dangling over a cliff. So, it, it, so if he, if the car hadn't gotten there in just a matter of seconds, he would have fallen. His his he would have ended up falling off of the guardrail off of the cliff and certain to his certain death because it's a very high uh cliff so so when he fell so when they were when father denisi pulled around the curve and his headlights hit a stretch of road and he saw something tumbling down the road the 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 man who had drunk too much he, he had he had drunk too much uh his his guard his legs hooked around the guardrail and his body was dangling over on the other side 
over a big cliff. So if, if they hadn't, uh, if the car hadn't driven fast quickly there, the man would have would have fallen to his death because there's no other no other cars going on that road. So sorry for that. We'll continue. We'll probably try to get someone else to translate for us eventually, but we're in the beginning phases here. So um, thank you for everything. And I also just want to mention one last aspect is when I met Father Dionysius. It was a long time ago, and we kept in touch from time to time. But I didn't realize he had become kind of a uh, minor celebrity in Romania. So uh, it was a really big blessing for him to come on our podcast. I didn't even realize that until after our podcast. I looked him up on YouTube, and his videos have uh, you know tens and sometimes hundreds of thousands of views uh, on on YouTube. So he's a little bit of a celebrity in Romania, and it was very uh, gracious and humble of him to come onto our podcast. So those of you who are, who are Romanian, you can look him up, Father Ignatius. Uh, Father Dionysius Ignat, not to be confused with a man with the same name who was a uh, older priest monk on Marathos who passed away, who was probably may be canonized a saint someday. Not the same person. He's also a very good uh, priest, but his name is Dionysius Ignat from Albac, which is the name of the small town, and his monastery is Saint Elias, dedicated to the you know, Holy Prophet Elijah or Elias, as we say in the Orthodox Church. So thank you, and I'm um, sorry for those small errors. Hopefully we'll keep tweaking things and, and get better as we move along. Um, so thank you uh, for listening. I'm going to actually, in closing, we have a little bit more time. It's a little bit less than an hour, and I am going to tell you uh, one more um, uh, miracle. It's, it's not really, I, I wouldn't say it. it's, it's probably not exactly a miracle, but it's a, a something that happened to me concerning uh, Father Arsenia Boca. So Father Siniboka is a very was a very holy man. Uh, he lived in Romania during the height of communism, so he was subjected to all of the unpleasantries of uh, communism. Um, there is a rumor that Father Siniboka was in he was certainly in prison for a while, and there's a rumor that when the guards would go at night um, to try to would check on him because he was a, he was a prisoner. Uh, sometimes he wouldn't be there, and uh, the guardians at one point would ask him, "Well, if you can get out, why do you come back?" And he said, uh, "Because I want to suffer something for Christ." Um, that's not the miracle I want to talk about because that's that's uh, I've heard that from many different people, but I have not. I can't vouch for that really. Um, I believe it myself personally, but I don't. I, I don't. I can't. You know, prove that or know someone who spoke to him about that. But what I do want to say is that Father Arsenia has a couple of little controversial things that he said when he was uh, alive before he fell asleep in the Lord. And for that reason, I was a little bit hesitant about about him and about the people who had a lot of uh, uh, of lobby who who they who were devoted to him, right? And so I kind of would tell people you know, kind of calm down with this Father Senior Boca thing. You might want to hold off on that a little bit. And when I was kind of saying that more often than 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 not, um, a young lady came to confession. And, you know, you can talk about confession when there's no way anybody can tell you, know who you're talking about. And this is one of those cases. I wouldn't even recognize the, the young lady if I were to see her today, because I confessed hundreds and hundreds of probably thousands of people when I was in Romania. Um, and she didn't confess that often. She was just coming through Bucharest. 
and went out. So after I had said this to a couple of people about Father Stinian, you know, tone it down, you know, who knows, take it easy. Uh, she came and she confessed. And she she had gone to Father Sinaboka's grave. And uh, she wanted to confess this because uh, she went there with a couple of her friends and one really good friend. And there was, and so just so you know, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people at Father Sinaboka's grave every single day. At least there, that's what was happening when I was in Romania. I don't know what it's like right now, but hundreds of busloads and busloads of people going to Father Sinaboka's grave every single day. And she went there and there was plenty of people around. Um, and she saw Father Arsenia Boca in a, in a form, you know, not, not, you know, kind of like what Father Denise was saying with the old lady. It, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, uh, he was kind of hovering. I mean, it wasn't like he was just a regular, regular guy there, you know, it, it, and, and so she knew that no one else could see this, this manifestation. No one else could see it. Um, but she noticed that her friend, was looking at the same thing she was. So, but her friend was a, was at some distance. And um, they, you know, they went to the grave, they said their prayers uh, and whatnot. And on the way back down from the the, the cemetery, um, they talked together and um, they had seen the same thing. They had seen the exact same person and they were both convinced it was Father Arseni Boca. And that's one of the reasons why she came to confession because she wanted to either con to confirm that it was a real, something that was real or whether it was uh, delusional. And, you know, we don't, I don't want to get into all of the theology behind miracles and, and visions and things like that, but I didn't know her long enough to be able to say 100% whether that was uh, from God or, or not. Uh, but it seemed to me to be from God, and she seemed to be um, humble enough and, uh, you know, connected enough to reality uh, that I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure and I'm pretty, pretty convinced that it was uh, Father Arsenio Boca uh, revealing himself to, to, that, to them and also kind of tapping me on the shoulder to say, hey, <laughs> ease up a little bit, buddy, uh, because I, I had said, I hadn't said anything bad about him. I just kind of uh, was was cautioning people about their devotion to Father Isini Boca. So he's, he's, uh, he hasn't been canonized. Maybe he will, maybe he won't, but he was a huge spiritual figure for Romania, and many, many miracles are happening at his tomb to this day. We even have a couple other ones lined up, uh, but we probably can't get them in on this podcast. So that's why I augmented it with uh, my humble and small connection. So thank you all for listening. Um, we we'll, we also, I mean, I, I don't mind translating. I think I'm getting a little bit better at it, and and I love doing that. I don't know if the listeners really like to to hear uh, something in a in a foreign language. So we will try in the future to get people. Uh, to have at least, you know, to vary it up and have more podcasts with people who can speak uh, speak English. But Father Denise is a very good spiritual figure, and I'm very, very happy that we were able to catch him. And it was not planned that it was on the anniversary of, of uh, this event. So that's just fantastic. That's another little, another little, another little small miracle uh, in God's blessing. So thank you all. Sorry for being long-witted, and may he keep you all on the, on the straight and narrow, uh, and on the peaceful and loving path of the Orthodox faith. God bless you all. Bye-bye.